You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Visit PencilandPaperProductions.Podbean.com to find more great podcasts. Welcome to the Palace of Megapixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me, as is always, is my co-host, Lacia Finley. Happy Monday and Thanksgiving ha- week and all of the things that hopefully you enjoy. <laughs> You'll be able to via a screen or... I'm going to enjoy this week thoroughly because I'm not at work today. <laughs> Ooh, you got the whole week, did you? Or right. just Monday. No, the whole week because nice. I had some extra vacation time thanks to Corona. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't really thank Corona virus for I guess that. Trying but, to uh, find the the silver lining in some cases. Yeah. I had extra, so I was like, you know what? I've never taken a week off for Thanksgiving, so I'm gonna do that. There you I'm go. I'm gonna enjoy it, or at least try. There you go. Hopefully, I can. I'm sure. You I don't will. see any reason why I couldn't. Sometimes your day just starts better knowing you don't have to get up and go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, just I'm even trying to get into a mindset because yesterday and today are going like every other weekend. But in my head, I have to say, hey, you, you're not going to work tomorrow. Right. And I haven't, it's not sunk in for some reason. Like, the entire day Friday, I was just dancing. I was like, yeah, I ain't coming to work next week. TGIF. I ain't coming to work next week. Yeah. And I was just all excited. But mentally, I haven't, it, it's not sunk in yet for, for whatever reason. I guess because the routines are still the same. Sure. And the idea is, is that this week I'm going to be busy, focused on things that I need to get focused on. Mm-hmm. But something tells me I won't. <laughs> I hope that's not <laughs> it the case. It seems like when you got more time, less things get done, or at least yeah. for me. <laughs> I, I really hope that's not the case. I hope at least... The three main days that I'm going to be off, you know, that I took extra, I can really focus in on trying to do the things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. <laughs> see how we it goes. will see. Mm-hmm. So you got you got anything you've been thinking about? Anything you want to you want to bring up? <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Like maybe those deep thoughts like through the week tend to get less and less. Mm-hmm. Although. Maybe finally I'll bring up one thing that's not it. Why is it, in some cases, that people feel like they get the best results out of another human by just yelling and being mean? I don't know. I I don't understand why in a lot of people's brains, especially I feel like in a supervisor position, that have you you yielded amazing results this whole time from just being a jerk? And making yeah. the other person feel like an idiot. Have you? Have you seen a, a jump in in productivity and efficiency and morale? Have you? I, I'd love a tally. Yeah. It would be interesting to see. You know? Uh, I know that it's not the best approach. 
No. I've uh, never felt, uh, you know what, I'm raring to go now after that. Yeah, you're right. Thanks for showing me the, the error of my ways. Mm-hmm. Especially when you berate them, even if you don't yell at them, if you make them feel like shit in, mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form, because you can do it with the biggest smile on your face and just sit oh, yeah. there and dog somebody out. The moment you do that, I mean, you've pretty much crushed them, and they're just like, I don't really care about this anymore. I'm just not going to do anything. Not even a little bit. Yep. Yep. Same, same goes for um, not getting recognition. Right. Uh, you know, when you bust your ass for a company and uh, the people in charge don't uh, don't recognize that and, you know, give you a little mm-hmm. something in return for it, for all your hard work and dedication to a company for 13 years. I'm going off on a tangent. <coughs> <laughs> like we both might have been, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, you know. So that that might have been the one thing like non gaming related that, that that kept popping up this week where I'm like, really? I'd, I'd, I'd love to know how shaking employees' confidence would really just, like, help skip productivity on an all-time high. Now, I'm not going to say this is a rampant issue. I'm too new. <laughs> yeah. I just had one incident where I'm like, really? That, that's how you thought it was going to be helpful in this situation? And mm-hmm. and still didn't give me the answer I needed? Cool. No, of course cool, not. Cool, cool, no. cool, cool, cool. <laughs> it's all, so, all around. <laughs> I've got a few things I want to bring up. Mm-hmm. Real, real, try to go through some of these uh, real quick. I want to bring this up uh, for people who might not know because we kind of discovered it this week, uh, and that's Auntie Donna's big old house of fun. Yes, 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 yes. This might not be for everybody. I Definitely feel like this not. Is, I that does come with the waiver. <laughs> yeah, I, this is a, a love it or hate it because I showed a clip to you. I showed a clip mm-hmm. to Todd. I showed a clip to. Katrina, all three of you got the same clip. Okay. You two laughed uh, incredibly hard. Like, <laughs> you're just like, oh my God, this is hilarious. And then Katrina watches it and says, what the hell is this? And that's you know, a like, fair response. Right. So, <laughs> I can't say I did say that too through my two laughter. Two out of three. <laughs> two out of three. Yeah. Agreed. It was funny. Uh, you know, and then one just like, no, not for me. Right. So she tuned out as I watched uh, this <laughs> this show on Netflix. They are on uh, YouTube. YouTube. I don't know why my brain was shutting down. <laughs> it's early. And then, of course, they've done stuff for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say that if, like, I've heard of them. As I was kind of telling you before the show, I've heard of them. I, I was aware of them. There was a, There's a podcast I listened to called The Weekly Planet. Uh, they talk about them a lot. Uh, but it was just something I never dive, decided to dive into. And then this came along, their Netflix show. I thought, all right, well, apparently they're doing something right, so I'll give them a shot. Again, it's not going to be for everybody. Right. But give it a shot. If you can watch it, I'd say even start off on their YouTube page. Go there, yeah, find maybe. a few clips, Yeah. see if the humor is, is to your liking, and then... Go from there. If if you don't find it funny, yeah, then the just, show's not going to be any different. Yeah, <laughs> I would say the 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 clip that I showed the straw. Who was it? The, the stray, stray man. Stray man. Stray man. Yeah. Go watch that clip on on Netflix. If that makes you laugh uncontrollably, then you're in. Then if dive not, in. Yeah. Then then just go 
Yeah, because it, it definitely doesn't, the, the humor doesn't change. <laughs> right, exactly. That's about as insane and hilarious as it gets. Right. Uh, another thing I wanted to bring up was, and this is just kind of in passing, but Todd asked me the other day, he's like, hey, how's how's Man Cave doing on uh, Amazon? And I was like, I don't know. I just kind of stopped looking, you know? Mm-hmm. because not Not that I don't care, but I just, it's been a while. Yeah. The numbers are out there. The show is out there. I just never thought to look. I got a full list of the numbers for the last 12 weeks. Um, and I guess that's about how long it's been up, give or take. Maybe it's been since September, yeah, isn't it? That sounds about right, yeah. And you have to break it down, and I had to break it down in my head, 3,000 minutes. Okay? Mm-hmm. The That is the equivalent of watching the first season uh, 33 times. Okay. And I also got numbers on a daily. We've got a few UK watchers. Ooh. But I won't say that they are consistent. I guess they're just like, ah, <laughs> uh, this humor is, is Yeah, not, the not humor for from, from from there to here, definitely there's there's a difference. I would love to see how it would perform in Germany or Japan if we could sure. find someone to translate. For localization services, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I'm I'm really curious, but um, yeah, UK audiences, eh, fair enough. Uh, but in the U.S., there have been. It's interesting because you you'll find someone watched an episode because you can kind of usually tell it's about sixteen minutes or maybe mm-hmm. even nine minutes because that hell that could be the first episode of season one. So you see like these little blips. Mm-hmm. And then you see like someone binge the entire thing because it'll be like 200 and some odd minutes in a day. And it could be multiple people. I don't know. Right. But not call it a survey. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just interesting to see how it's. I don't know who's watching. But, but thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, people you. are watching and, and I'm hoping it'll find its audience and continuing to see that people are watching. Mm-hmm. It's not just a view count on YouTube. The minutes for me mean so much more than a view because a view can be three seconds on YouTube and they count it as a view. Right. You know, oh, well, I'm done. I, I clicked away. Okay, well, you didn't watch it then, did you? Mm-hmm. But here I get to see how many minutes it retains someone's attention. And it gives me some uh, comfort in knowing people are watching. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just one episode, you gave it a shot, and I appreciate that. Right. And then how Super Mega Crash Adventures may fare on the platform and find its audience. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm a little excited to see how this goes. It's falling in front of people, man. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping, because if I could get more people, if you have an Amazon account, you can go rate the show... You know, just 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 give it a a little bit of a rating there. And we actually have I don't think I've mentioned this here. uh, We do have an IMDb page. Yes. With cast, crew, trivia. Trivia is a little light because I'm trying to, you know, it's been a while. I'm trying (laughs) to remember things that happened that would be interesting to bring up. Uh, but they do, I, I love this feature. At first it wasn't all of them. It was just one. But now, uh, if someone happens to stumble upon our, uh, IMDB page, it will link you to the episode. So if you go through our nice. episode list, 
you can click on it says watch now with Amazon Prime Video or whatever. So that's Perfect. cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, there's nice all these and convenient little attachments and and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of excited to see where that goes. Um, we'll see. And thirdly. And this is this is just something that I, I stumbled across this morning, and I'm gonna try to limit how I say this because I guess I did technically sign an NDA. Ooh, yeah, gotta uphold those. Yeah. So I took a survey this morning. I won't say for what or I won't say for who, but okay. it was just before it even got started. It was like you gotta you gotta say that you're not gonna say anything. You can't be taking pictures. You can't be doing this. You can't be doing that. And I'm like, all right, calm down. I said, well, this is gonna be great. Right? No. No. Uh, the the, <laughs> the <laughs> options they presented before me about something they're thinking about doing, it was just like, this is it. This is what you're, you don't want anyone to know about this. This sounds like some stuff you're already kind of doing, but then, okay, well. And All right. They, they were just like, what do you think about this? Would you, would you be interested? And I was like, eh. Right. I was like, I mean, if you do it, that's great. I mean, I would, I would enjoy it if you did, but right. if you don't, I mean, I'm I haven't been clamoring it for it or yeah. anything, right? Because it really was that. It's like, well, how would you feel if we did do this? How would you feel if we don't do this? I was like, on every time we don't, I was like, I'm neutral. I right? Nah, I'm the worst person to ask. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you do you, and and if maybe I'll come back and maybe I won't. Yeah. I Let me okay. see the final product, and I'll let yeah. you know yay or nay. How's that? Sure. Let's get this middle stuff. I didn't spoil anything. I didn't tell no, you who didn't. it was. I have I no idea what we're talking about. Exactly. Uh, finally, <laughs> uh, I did want to bring this up because I think this would be cool. Uh, and when I get some information about when it does officially release, if you would go check it out, I would appreciate it. I'm sure they would appreciate it too. Uh, I got to participate in a, I guess it would be considered a radio play of sorts mm. called the further adventures of the black whip like and a serial like, yeah like a radio serial yeah. about this character known as the black whip which is in fact from what i've heard uh a real uh character radio character from from way back when so this uh guy tj moore he was trying to revive the character mm -hmm. for this purpose apparently had been sitting on this for like 18 years the oh, script wow. Which, I mean, when he said that, I was like, you know what? I had it took me ten years to write one, <laughs> so I get it. <laughs> yeah. I get it. And I guess maybe he was looking to do this in different ways or, or something like that. And then I guess with COVID, sometimes and you like know that, the struggle of trying to get people together to get a thing finished mm -hmm. too. So sure. So he he decided he would approach it, you know, radio serial perspective, whatever it was, and then he got everybody together. We kind of did like a group reading. Uh, of this thing, I play the Marshal. I'm Marshal Weatherby. Yes, <laughs> all right. Uh, I I really wasn't sure if my voice was like if I was gonna do it right because in the moment you're just like, what was the voice I did? Was it right? Was it? And I was just sitting here thinking. So I was just I just turned on the deep voice and I'm like, yes, I am. I'm the Marshal. <laughs> all right. What are we doing? Oh yeah, we're looking for the Black Whip. Yes, the Black Whip. And I wasn't sure that uh, I was doing it well enough, mm -hmm. but uh, he, I didn't get any notes. That's said, usually how you know you're doing good. Yeah, he's like, you're doing yeah. great. And then I actually messaged him uh, to make sure it would be okay to bring this up because I didn't want, I didn't know. 
Sure. Because maybe he was just like, hey, no, don't tell anybody. Not yet. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But he said, no, it'd be fine. Uh, but he did start off with, you did great. And I was like, perfect. Great. There you go. Yeah. So I'm waiting to hear back from another audition I did for something else uh, in the same vein, but in it's it's more like a 1970s detective noir thing. And I just, I, I auditioned for four different roles, see if something would stick. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yeah. But yeah, when I find out when this comes out or where it's coming out. Let us know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm curious to hear how it comes together because a lot of the people who are working on it, they, I mean, they, these were, they have credits to their name. I'll just say that. Like mm-hmm. we, I won't say they're humongous. Like, oh my God. Like but the biggest. they something. Yeah. Like they're, yeah. they're indie actors. You know, you see them, they're performing here and there. There was one guy on there and I told you this. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember his name right off hand without digging it up, but. He has a le- like a legit credit. He's going to be a voice, not a, not a main character voice, but he's got a voice in Gotham Knights, yeah. you know, the upcoming video game. So I was like, dude, that's cool. And it, you yeah. could tell he was, you know, kind of a he's been doing this stuff or been trying. He actually did visual effects for Daredevil on Netflix, nice. which I was like, wow. dude, yeah, his, yeah. His his IMDb isn't big, but there are impressive credits on it. Mm-hmm. So he's like, so he's he's been working his way through, at least trying. So yeah, uh, but yeah, there's some good people. If if we get a chance to work with them, there was one. I'll just say this: there was one person in the cast that I, I'm considering reaching out to for Super Mega Crash Adventures. Uh, 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 I'll just say prowl. that. Yeah, so I'm I'm considering that, but I'll I won't say much more than that because. Got to get through the next two episodes, and we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll go from there. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Uh, but, yeah, that's all I got. So, uh, what you been playing? All right. Well, this week, a new FMV came out, or at mm-hmm. least I got around to playing it, um, from Good Gate Media and, of course, Wales Interactive mm-hmm. for the publisher. They always grab onto it. It was called Five Dates. I didn't go mm-hmm. digging around to see if there was any hubbaloo around this one, I'll be honest, because I was okay. like, meh, you know, yeah. whatever. If people are angry, they can do it without me reading it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, TLDR, you play one guy that, that they're trying to learn how to date during a pandemic. So everything's like a digital dating kind of thing, which it might be a thing. I don't know. I successfully got to skip that whole generation of needing an app to go on dates and things like that. Not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just thankful I didn't have to learn it. <laughs> <That's Yeah>. all. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's five women that uh, you could go on a date with and you set up your profile. You're always the same dude. You know, your age is always set, but you get to decide like out of a certain set of careers or your interests or even your star sign. Mm-hmm. which it can affect, I guess, how the conversations go with some of the women or whatever. And then, so I've successfully dated all of them. I haven't gone back to make all of the bad decisions because the game itself was only like an hour because mm-hmm. you pick three women to start and then you only whittle it down to just like the one where you get the third and final date. Do you do you exchange real digits or do you stay on the app? You know, like, ooh, do we actually get to date or whatever? Um, but I mean, it was kind of cute. I could see how people would find it a little lame. But again, we're talking to me. I can lead into the tomfoolery of a lot of these things. You know, I thought they handled a couple situations in it rather well. Mm-hmm. 
And then the rest of it, I think, was just kind of a, you know, it was cutesy. You got to make a couple of choices. You played a couple of games. You got to know the ladies. It never got untoward or gross or anything like that, which was nice that it wasn't all just (laughs) degrading them or doing anything like that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it was like 10 bucks if you're looking for a new FMV with a little bit of tomfoolery in there. There you go. I I enjoyed it. It was fun for a once through. I got to go back and make the bad decisions now, of course, and see how that ends up with anything. But nothing seemed like really bad decisions you know <laughs> like you would have to pay attention to how she reacted when you said a certain thing to see if you were like going down the right path you know so you had your party chica and you had your older one who was just ready to settle down and you know wanted to actually do her career and have her life an influencer you got to date an influencer how fun was that <laughs> Uh, she ended up fine I don't know there was only one Shayna she was really cool Mm. like honestly if I were legitimately choosing out of all of the women it would have been Shayna hands down got her stuff together in healthcare she knows what she wants she's a gamer let's go I mean, that sounds like a dream woman right there. She she was great. She was great. She was actually the first one I chose, too, out of all of them, simply because she was the older one. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, if we get too young, will it be like one of those things where I get kind of annoyed because it's, I don't know uh, how to explain it, you know? No, like, but, we probably yeah. all did it when we were teenagers, but then you're just like, nah, I don't want to hear it now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> But uh, it was fine. There was none of that teeny bopper, weirdo, jealousy, craziness or whatever. So, yeah. I don't know. It's one of those where it's like, I recommend it because I'm into FMV. Mm-hmm. And it was a fun one time through. But I don't know. I haven't checked Twitter. I don't know if I'm supposed to be mad about it. Eh, they can go to hell. You know? <laughs> I don't know. But you fall into it. It was fun. And then I finally beat one time through... With the ironclad on Slay the Spire. I probably should admit how many hours I have in this game for being nowhere near as far along as I'm sure most people are at the amount of hours they've got. I think I just have to come to terms with I'm not good at this game. And it's just not one that my brain knows how to just figure out and do well. But you want to do well. Is why there's so many hours. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just I've got to come to terms with it. Like, it's a lot of hours for having, like, really beaten the heart with two characters. Mm-hmm. It's really too much. But I keep doing it anyway. I think my problem is, is just I need to slow down and have more patience and actually, like, do math. Like, if I throw these cards out and they hit me back, do I have enough health to withstand it or do the math? Do I have enough to kill them now kind of thing? I like to go too fast. That's probably my biggest downfall. And even knowing this, I still play it the same way every time and get mad. But, yeah, but you've acknowledged it. Mm -hmm. You just need to come to grips with it and (laughs) And actually and actually follow through right instead of just being like god damn it nobody can do this and then go look online i'm ascension level 20 and i'm like i'm just trying to get out of regular two (laughs) (laughs) so these hints and tips i don't know but yeah and then uh, my fallout shelter is fine they're still clicking along did all the halloweeny stuff and and got my lunch boxes so how many how many people do you have now 
I think I'm at 127. Oh, so you got a you got a pretty big shelf. Like it's to the point now I don't really know what to do with the extra people. Like I mm-hmm. just put them in and they start training whatever their special is, you know. Um, but then I don't really have anywhere to put them once they're full up. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of low level, like level 10 on every special people. But the problem is they're like level one to 10. Yeah. And all the quests that I have left start at like level 40. So I like legit don't even know what to do with these people. I just okay. let them take a coffee break and wander around because there's Make nowhere them, for them to work. Send them out. But send I can't. That's what I mean. The quests are like level 40 and up and they're but between one and 10. They they, they, just, they don't even show up. Can't they just wander the wastelands? I mean, just go. Oh, my explore. God. I totally forgot about that feature. Yeah, I just, In just, my head, I had it. Oh, we switched to quests. Oh, my yeah. God. I think you're right. I haven't yeah. even checked that. Just kick them out, make them go out there and, and bust some ass and just make sure oh they're armed to the teeth. How embarrassing. I've been playing it this whole time and totally forgot about that one thing. I've just been invested in the questing. No, no, no. Just make them go explore. And then Gosh, when they're, they're doing all right, send them home. And that was like the first thing you could do before quests were mm-hmm. even introduced. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's a good plan. Because, I mean, they're like... They're good to go, man. They're yeah. high on everything because I've just kind of just swapped them to rooms just to mm-hmm. give them something to do. I don't even have people making babies anymore. I'm like, we're good. Like, I don't know what else I would do with you people. I don't even have anything new to unlock to build. <laughs> so it's just kind of like maintaining at this point. Yeah. We've got enough food, water, electricity. I got people going out. I'm like, all right. It's like, just a check are. in on them like 10 minutes a day kind of thing. And then I leave them be until the next day. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what have you been playing oh boy let me tell you what i've been playing um yeah. i beat breath of the wild mm-hmm. you know so nice it's done uh i put my time and effort into it and it all paid off i feel like it did because okay. all the times that i was going after these shrines and you know todd's is like just just go ahead do the work and just keep going play it no no, no. i got all the shrines and I got the original Zelda gear, or Link ah. gear, I guess you sh- should say, the hat, the two OG days. So, and it, and then after I got it, I was like, no, 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 we're going to go a step further. We're going to upgrade this to the max. Okay, so whatever I can do to upgrade this to its maximum potential, that's what I'm going to do. Like I did all my other armors. Because the enemies can beat your ass pretty hard in that game. <laughs> But then when you have the armor like I had, bah, you can take it a lick. Like nothing. And it just, it felt great. So then when I went to fight Ganon, it was just, I was easy, there. Easy I was there. And let me tell you, the because the, I haven't really touched on this about the game. Obviously, it's about exploring and whatnot. But the music in that game is just something spectacular because they yeah. they really play with like a piano tune that i hadn't really noticed before like in other zelda games because it's usually the big you know mm-hmm. you kind of get big and symphonic with it but here they they use subtle touches with a piano so like you could just be exploring and then it's just a little piano you know ballad kind of come yeah. up and just kind of accent what's going on it doesn't continue to play it just kind of accents what's going mm-hmm. on and then maybe at nighttime another little piano tune will come up and then 
if something kind of gets big and disastrous, boom, 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 mm-hmm. you know, it'll do that. But when I got into the castle, I think Twilight Princess, the last time, was one of those, because I can't remember Skyward Sword offhand, but I remember in Twilight Princess, they kind of reprised a, a different or a similar tune from, I think it was Ocarina of Time, but then it was more symphonic and slow and just, I, you could just hear it and it was like, oh my God, this is beautiful. I love what you're doing with this tune that we're already familiar with, but now you're putting a new spin on it. Mm-hmm. But here, they play with some of those notes, but then they, it's just, it was a great tune. Like mm-hmm. it made me feel like this is it. We're in for the long haul. And you know there's danger, adventure, disaster, mm-hmm. but this is the end game, and and I'm I'm on it, and it just it ah I love nice. it. Well, hats and off it, to the sound design team. Mm-hmm. And and I think the beauty of the castle too was I guess like every other thing, you did have a you had a map of what the castle was, but you could go wherever in the castle like your approach as long as you could make it mm-hmm. you get up that thing however you want there was no yeah. through line to get to ganon it was just like he's right here and you just got to get there figure it out yeah yep and i was like all right cool so that was fun mm-hmm. uh <clears throat> after that once i beat that then i had a toss-up now <laughs> well i already know what you're supposed to be playing i can I hear know todd crying now yeah I know, but uh, I started since this was like I beat. I it. almost called you out on Twitter when I saw that tweet. By the way, when you were talking to me, I'm like, "Oh, I need to play it." I almost was like at Todd, mm-hmm, and I was just gonna <laughs> leave it. <laughs> exactly right. Just to be a brat, but I was like, "All right, maybe not." I don't know. <laughs> but uh, just because I, the, the, it was kind of like I'd, I'd already had a taste. And I just, mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, I, just, I just need a little bit more, just a little bit more. I played uh, some Spider-Man Miles Morales on PlayStation Ooh, 4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, okay. I got a taste of it from Todd on sure. 5. And because of that, I only played that evening after I beat Breath of the Wild. So I played for a good l- amount to kind of get familiar with it and play around mm-hmm. with it and just get some have some fun with it maybe play a little ways into the game i didn't get too far i just wanted to do some of the combat and see how it played and whatnot but i can honestly say i can tell the difference in the two consoles because well i hope so the level of detail Mm -hmm. it looks it looks great on playstation 4 don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. but there's that extra added detail the five had even load speeds yeah (laughs) That it was just like, I don't want to play this here. I know I have it here, but I'm going to put it down mm-hmm. so I can save it for what I wanted to save it for. In the big grand scheme of things, should I ever get a PlayStation 5 in this century? Mm-hmm. Uh, which I will at some point. I'm it's sure. Just, yeah, give it like a year. Yeah, it's just, it's it's not happening anytime soon. People are crazy. <sighs> yeah. It's and then fine. the bots. But don't get me on that tangent. But right, right. It was enough, like, I I know I could sit there and play it, and I could probably play it again on PlayStation 5, but it was just like, for for, for now, I'm just going to set it aside. If I, if I 
finish whatever else I'm playing and I want to come back to it, fine. Because mm-hmm. it may be months before I get a PlayStation 5. So, who knows? Right. But it was enough for me to, to just be like, ah, all right. Let's set it aside. So, the next day. Well, good for you. I don't know if I could do that. If you like, now that it's in my in my hands. Mm-hmm. Totally accessible. I don't know, man. Yeah. But because of that, and I did have a, a, a another game to play, I did shift to Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. And I'm in love with this game. It's, yeah. I've uh, heard man, only great things. It's really you know? good. Yeah. So I just, I don't really know what I can say about it that hasn't already been said. It's just, it's a lot of fun. It's nice. I'm glad to see that the combat is not what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Just in in regards to where we thought it was going to be Dark Souls-ish or whatnot. Sure, yeah. It, I, I can say it's a little bit hack and slashy, but there is... Like, if you want to survive, you need to be a little bit mindful about what you're doing. Because mm-hmm. you're going to be surrounded. You have multiple types of enemies... You got shield bearers, you got swordsmen, you got archers, you got, and and the beauty of it is, is that you have these different um, stances. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's all like sun, moon, wind. I don't remember, water, but uh, each stance helps you with a particular fighter. So you're gonna need. So if you have like a shieldsman or a shield bearer in front of you, and then you have a swordsman over here, and then you've got a brute to your left, you're going to have to shift your stance as you fight. And it mm. seems a little bit complicated, but once you kind of get into a rhythm, yeah. you know exactly what you're doing. So you could like slash down the shield bear, and then before you turn around, you're shifting your stance, and then you're ready to face the swordsman. And then once you're done with him, you shift your stance again, and then you focus in on that guy. So there's a rhythm to it that's very fluid. And... I appreciated that that it's not just like well now I gotta do this and oh god I'm just it's it's very fluid that you can just continue to fight you know Mm -hmm. no problem plus this is one of those games that I feel like they give you options on how you want to approach things in a way that I don't feel like a lot do like you're a samurai and -hmm. you're supposed to be with honor and you you fight head on but then you're introduced to this stealth mechanic, which is very un-samurai. Right. So, and they even kind of point that out. Like, this was very interesting. Like, the moment they, they kind of push you into this, you know, stealth mode, you know, it's like a story beat. And it's just like, this is not my way. And they're just like, well, right now, this is the only way you got. Right. So, you're ah, going to have to either okay. adopt this or or not. Now, from that point on... You know, that's up to you. Mm-hmm. But there was a moment, like, I was taking care of a side mission. And I did this without thinking because it's something you do in video games. I was trying to fight off these archers. I looked down, and there was one right below me, and then it said assassinate. So I just hit that button, and I leapt onto that dude and, like, jammed him with my, my blade. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, this memory flash. Like, instantaneously where you were remembering a conversation with your uncle was like a samurai strikes, you know, head on face first. And it was uh, just so like, it's it was like already berating you for not doing it. Though. Yeah. And I was like under the code or whatever. Exactly. And I was like, Oh, 
Aww, so I just yeah. felt, I was like, but is, I didn't mean to. Oh, gosh. So that that option to do it however you want, because you even have like this uh, standoff option mm-hmm. uh, where you face off and then just slash. And those are very cool. If you screw up, you're going to die pretty quick, but it's all about. <laughs> but it's there. It's yeah, it's all about timing. Yeah. But it's, it's um, I like how that's an option. So if you go into an enemy camp, you can sneak around. You can stabby, stabby, stab. Or mm-hmm. you can just be like, come on, you know, stand off right now. Let's go. And then you can fight him that way. Whatever you want to do. Nice. So I, I like that option. And even more so, this is something I think game designers have forgotten. And I love about this game is... All those little tropes that we hate in other games, they mm-hmm. found a way to remove them. For example, we don't have a stamina meter. Now, he will run out of breath at some point and be like, whew, like that. But you don't have a stamina meter to where it's just like, oh, my God, I can't, uh, can't run and all that crap. Where you have to walk for like five seconds to wait for yeah. it to fill back up. <laughs> the controls are not so precise about every little detail where it's just going to throw you this way throw you that way because it's not super realistic in that regard when you know how you have those story missions where you have to walk with someone mm-hmm. the characters actually move Nuh-uh. they move with they like keep you. up with you oh my god the moment you run they run and they stay ahead of you all yes. right I you like, already oh get like Thank game you. of the year for that right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Biggest beef with like those kind of escort quests of like, damn it. Can Yo, you at least god. walk as fast as me? At least. Yeah. <laughs> at least. Yeah, yeah, but oh my god. That that's been like the biggest thing I'm so excited mm-hmm. about because you're going to have that conversation going to where you got to go, but guess what? We can run there. Mm-hmm. I'm not having to sit there and slowly walk. Now they they kind of do those at the beginning of a quest, kind of getting mm-hmm. you, you know, positioned where you're going to go, depending on where you're at. But once you're gone, like you're on your path, go, Done. run, get on your horse, run, whatever you got to do, go, go, go. And I'm just like, thank you, God. <laughs> <laughs> right? See, it's just those little things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I would say that kind of, it's a minor irritant, but it's something that you can just kind of be mindful of, is it has... You know those uh, games where, say, you're trying to run, and this is a good thing, mind you, uh, mm-hmm. you'll run up onto a bridge or a rock or something like that, and it kind of positions you there. Like if you were to jump to this, and then it just kind of yeah. takes you there, which is a good thing, but mm-hmm. also it can do this thing. Like if you're standing on a rock ledge or something, and you're like, just just go, get, and it just kind of sticks there. It's like, no, I can't jump. And it's like, no, you're going to jump off the fucking rock. <laughs> You know, go. it's only a foot down. Just get right. So I could do this in real life. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So it's one of those minor little quibbles, but overall, the the the, the freedoms and and the things that they're not trying to force in just for the sake of realism. It's like mm-hmm. oh, you right. run yeah, through yeah. a forest full of trees, and your horse is like weaving through. It's like nope, this doesn't bother me. I'm not going to hit a tree unless you run to a damn cliff. He's just not going to jump off but if you run in front of a little rock he'll jump over it he'll take care of it he'll just nice. keep going he's like i'm going i love it i love yeah, it yeah i appreciate no, it it really is those little things where it's like just yeah. you're gonna make me do all the traveling let me get from a to b yeah, yeah. <laughs> just 
Yeah. And the and the fast travel is is like as long as you find whatever you find, it's quick, mm-hmm. easy, fast, and I've used it just about every time. It's like, well, I need to get here, so I'm just gonna hop over yeah. here. I abuse fast travel if they give it to me in a game. I don't need oh, all yeah. that traveling to and from one end of the world to the next. I mean, but it's unless, just personal preference. Sure. Now, unless I'm looking for something because I have spent a lot of time kind of fleshing out the map, mm-hmm. that's about it. But beyond that, I, I don't care. Yeah. Just, just let me get there, damn it. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what I've been doing and probably will be doing for the next couple of weeks. Nice. Maybe not that long. Who knows? I don't know. I don't. He's Todd said it's not that long, or it's forty I don't hours. Remember the hubs didn't. Hmm, maybe a week. Mm-hmm. maybe that's probably constant but he does like to like do like a new game plus run usually a little bit afterwards and i'll have no idea when that started may not mm-hmm. beat it that way but sometimes like let's just for fun see yeah. how crazy it is now you know mm-hmm. but no yeah. I, don't, I don't i can't imagine i mean if i stayed consistent if i didn't do the things that i was gonna do and i just spent all week <laughs> right <laughs> yeah sure i'll beat it get through it but I need to work. I need to do things. Gotta mix it up. <laughs> mix it up. Well, what do you got in the way of news? We have a, quite a quite a few things that have uh, popped off this week that I thought worth mentioning. Um, I, I we probably are exhausted about talking about Apple, but but those of you with Apple devices might have actually caught a break this week. <sighs> so. Uh, reading a report from Reuters this week, Apple actually plans to start a program to lower its App Store commissions for software devs who make $1 million or less a year from the store. Okay. So trying to help out the smaller smaller developers on the store. So as we have discussed, of course, at nauseum, the whole Apple takes 30% cut and yada yada. But now it says it will only take a 15% cut if they meet the above conditions in one calendar year. Although people are accusing Apple, of course, of it being a calculated move to divide app developers and keep their monopolistic hold on their own market. Um, Damned if you do, damned if you don't situation here. But uh, of course, this is Sweeney stirring the pot because I think that's now just his life goal is to be arch nemesis of Tim Cook. But Apple confirms that this applies to all devs equally within those limits and provides an easy way to reach its huge user uh, base of users without having to set up a payment plan on your own so apparently it might only affect about one percent of apple's revenue Mm. but we've yet to determine how much goodwill with the devs this will create but sorry sweeney you make too much money so now you're probably just a cute you're just making up Mm -hmm. rules you know i can't get in on it's like Mm -hmm. the rich one eat the rich here um capcom kind of had a rough week too no yeah yeah, last week Capcom told us uh, out of their sales and financial information was stolen in a major hack last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was later discovered it was a ransomware attack and that 350,000 pieces of personal information may have been stolen. Uh, some speculate, and I think we actually already got uh, proof of this, that unannounced games were leaked, information, calendar year plans, things of that nature. So if you're the type that hates spoilers, now's probably a good time to do that whole block word search on your Twitters or your Facebooks or whatever you do to try to not get spoiled. Um, but... On November 16th, it was confirmed that, in fact, sales reports, financial info, and nine employees' personal info had been hacked. 
Word still isn't fully in on how many customers' information was compromised, as well as business partners, because mm-hmm. um, those logs apparently seem to be lost at this time. So your personal information, such as your address, phone number, birthday, etc., may have been hacked. Uh, but they assure us that somehow no one's credit card info appears to have been stolen. So I don't know how those things get stored in a system to where your credit card is away from everything else Mm -hmm. or if that's just something they're trying to get people to calm down like yeah everyone can stalk you but they won't buy things on your stuff so Um, but Capcom has said that they have been reaching out to those that they do know for sure um, whose information has been stolen or compromised and you can contact their customer service if you want to inquire about your own information Um, so the full list of verified uh Compromised information is on their website if you would like to know more about what has absolutely been stolen and what they're still looking into. So I don't know too many online services with Capcom. So like maybe that's how I've dodged this bullet this whole time. Yeah. Because I don't know that I have an account or anything with it, but. (sighs) I don't, I don't. That's rough. It's rough. Yeah, I don't have anything on it either. I think <laughs> the day Steam gets broken into is probably going to be my my big demise. But I still think it's only my other PayPal account. So even then, it's like my my actual stuff isn't mm-hmm. on there. But it's fine. Well, well speaking of Capcom, real quick, yeah. did you happen to see that uh, the Chinese Monster Hunter trailer where they actually showed a Palico? I, sh- I I watched whichever trailer you showed me. I feel like I. I probably sent that to you. Cause, Maybe I yeah, because I feel like there was a palico at the end. And yeah, then I right, kind of right complained where I wanted it to be more adorable and I needed to oh, yeah. like start a Twitter mm-hmm. storm about it. You know, yeah. Sonic got changed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I pretend like but I have any kind of weight. This this one looked like the, because I don't know if he's been in any other games. I mean, I love the games and all, but mm-hmm. I'm not hardcore. got to go buy every single one of them. But it looked like the one from mm-hmm. Monster Hunter World. I was like, oh, Actually, that's, that's, that trailer that's gave a little faith. It looked like they are at least focusing in the game world, regardless of whatever idiotic storyline they thought they needed to get them there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. I mean, it actually looks yeah. like it's set in that world and everything. So yeah. maybe people will be will be happy with it. Or maybe Christmas. we were just different and everybody else was fine with it in the first place. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Christmas Day, if you're if you're interested, Christmas Day. In theater, I don't know we'll about. Be, yeah, I don't know about that's streaming. That's allowed or not. <laughs> no, which we'll see. I, well, I hate to keep going off on tangents, but I keep remembering. So that's coming out on Christmas Day, in mm. theaters. I would assume, hopefully, because I'm not going out. I don't mm. know about you. I'm not. I going just out assume to see it. this is how we live now. Is just indoors. Yeah. So that's that's going to be there. Hopefully. Video on demand, premium video on demand, whatever mm-hmm. the hell they've got to do to make their money in theaters or not. Uh, but uh, if it thinks it's going to topple Wonder Woman, <laughs> which is also coming out on Christmas Day on HBO Max at home. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Hmm. Plus, plus, <laughs> Disney has a Pixar movie going to be on Disney Plus on Christmas Day, too. So oh, who the hell is going to go out? Look, I said that I don't want to see Monster Hunter, but who the hell is going to go out when it's, you have two perfectly good movies sitting at home? I feel like that's going to change. We've still got a whole month for them to, I don't know, but I feel like that's that plan's probably going to change the no, closer no, the, to, to Christmas we get. So 
so far, the, this these are confirmed things. These are they're, they're coming out Christmas I Day. Know. I know what I'm going to be doing Christmas Day. I'm going to be watching Woman, Wonder Woman eighty four and Soul in my house. There you go. That's it. I'm sure I'll be inside somewhere, wherever that will be. Mm. <laughs> I don't go out anyway. It's okay. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Nintendo had a had a little bit this week. Uh, as we have all known, Nintendo's never been one to shy away from a lawsuit if it feels like mm-hmm. its IP has been stolen. Uh, well, this week was no different. Uh, Nintendo of America has filed a lawsuit this week against the Amazon seller whose name is Lee Hong Min. Sure, I totally said that wrong, so I apologize. Um, But they're getting uh, sued for skating Nintendo's copyright protections by selling an RCM loader, which is uh, the thing that actually hacks into the Nintendo Switch to jailbreak it. So from Mm -hmm. doing this, players can now pirate games. Uh, So the company is asking the courts to stop Min from selling these loaders for $2,500 in damages per sale. So I have no idea how many of these this person has sold. But Nintendo sent out that DMCA notice. and But uh, the seller has now filed a counterclaim. And because of that, Amazon was required to relist it. I don't know these laws. So, like, mm-hmm. they had to, like, put him back up <laughs> to sell him again. It seems like such a mess. Um <clears throat> But Nintendo filed an infringement lawsuit, which the company then did, you know. Uh, So it was thought that Min is using preloaders from uh, Team Executor software, which as I was looking into it, apparently is a company that was already arrested with 11 felony counts in relation to selling illegal hardware. So uh, probably another reason why Nintendo was like, oh, wait, are they with them? Then yeah, no, gotta, Mm. we gotta get this person off there. So at this time... He's, they're no longer listed on Amazon, but those RCM loaders are still available to find from, from different sellers. So Nintendo is mm-hmm. probably going to be in this one for a little bit, trying to get all those off of there. But let's see. Let's end the big news on launch week stuff. That was pretty much on everyone's minds the week before. Had a nice podcast last week where they got to like hands-on material from the other mm-hmm. brother. So um, we got those first impressions, but we have some other reports, of course, that have been coming out about how both of these consoles fared during their respective launch weeks once people got their hands on them. So starting with the PS5, though, on a good note, their first week sales sold 118,000 units. Unfortunately, Xbox Mm -hmm. sold 21,000 in six days, but that's not that shocking. Xbox, Mm -hmm. Microsoft has pretty much been N.A., more focus, so we've seen the efforts that they've made to try to expand that market, but it's bigger than the ones prior, so we're doing good. Mm-hmm. Um, but PS5 has had some reported issues. The price you pay for early adoption that I know that we've talked about here, <laughs> and which is why yeah. I usually wait before pulling the trigger myself. Uh, but they have had uh, what they're calling the PS5 download queue bug, which is preventing some users from downloading or even starting games altogether. Um, IGN, one of their reviewers, noticed that some games with download errors just disappeared from the queue. And then the PS Store will say that you don't even own that title, preventing you from playing altogether. Um, Only known fix for that one right now is a full factory reset from what I've read. So that sucks. But I guess you haven't had it long enough to lose a whole 
bunch of stuff. So maybe silver lining. Uh, Let's see. Rest mode crashes have also been reported on the PS5. It's been causing, in some cases, a hard crash when it's doing database rebuilds. Uh, Hmm. Some members of the press have even said they've had crashes in Godfall and Demon's Souls while these rebuilds are happening and in rare cases bricked the system altogether. At least that was rare. The fix for that one so far has just quit the software before going into rest mode or just turn off rest modes feature altogether until that gets fixed. Uh, There was one in the case of when they were playing Spider-Man, the remaster crashing with the PS4 version while running on an external hard drive. So Mm. Insomniac has addressed that one and said that they are actually working on that fix right now. So some cross-gen titles have had a hard time that the system will default to the PS4 version, oddly. Like if you have one that's got both, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of them seem like it was in certain games. Like a lot of it seemed to be like Call of Duty Black Ops. Cold War reported that particular one more often than not. So I'm guessing in some cases, if you have the, you know, you bought the remastered PS5 version and you have both, because you know how some games were like you can PS4 and PS5, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, the PS5 wants to default to the PS4 version instead of its upgraded one. See, now that was <laughs> that was actually something that Todd mentioned, uh, and it, it did probably in the, in the in the podcast. Well, it was how how it operated. So I'm under the assumption because I, I I mean he since he's you know disc. For the Dis- most part. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming he had a disc for Miles Morales. But when he went to play it or to, there was an option there. Do you want to play the PlayStation 4 version or the 5? And I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, why would you give me that option? I mean, yeah, I, I have I a 5. I think you're on the 5, go to 5. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on the 5. I have... A disc for the five. Why are you asking me if I want to go to the four version? Like, what is the, what would be the purpose for that? Yeah, performance. But you want the best performance, so why would you default to the lesser? Right, uh, or I would have just so played my PS4. Yeah. So apparently, that's not supposed to be the case. So we'll see how long it takes for Sony to get around to fix that one. So it seems like a little rough patch is here. Mm-hmm. Um, but all that they've acknowledged and and are working on it. So. So let's be fair. What has Xbox been experiencing on its first weeks here? Well, there have been reports of malfunctioning disk drives that the disk just won't. It doesn't want it. Doesn't want to take it. Um, And some worrying loud noises from the machine. Um, Mm -hmm. This isn't a widespread thing. So these are just little reports that I've been finding here or there. Um, Also, one console breaking bug that stops the hardware from even turning on. But that one seemed Mm -hmm. like a very, very small, small, small case of people. Um, And also rare reports of connectivity issues between the wireless controller and the console, which... You get latency like that. And that blows. It almost kind of gets to the point where you can't even play the game. Mm-hmm. Um, some user said it would just randomly shut down in the middle of a game. Uh, this is actually a pretty wi- uh, widely reported one and affects a lot of titles, not just specific ones like in the PS5 situation. So there doesn't seem to be a workaround at the moment. So you'll have to wait for a patch if it's okay. just 
shutting itself down. Um, quick resume hasn't been working as properly on all games like it was initially promised either, and the fix is coming for that one as soon as well. So how did each launch week fare? Almost <laughs> seems like PlayStation had a little bit harder of a time just because there's so many different ones. I don't know. Let us know. Did you guys get any of the consoles? Are you experiencing any of these? One that I didn't mention here that's just bothering you. Maybe you're lucky and you got you got it all. Maybe. Just fine. Perfect. I mean, the trying to get a PlayStation 5 has been a nightmare cuz I've I, you know, I'm not I'm not dying for it. You know, it's not like I'm not going to go to eBay and pay $1500. Oh, yeah. No. No way. Absolutely not. This is not happening. In fact, there was even like a Best Buy. Uh, they they were had some in stock, but it was all bundles. And even mm-hmm. that, I was just like, ah, no, because it. Now, granted, it's a good deal. It was just mm-hmm. like, hey, get this bundle, and you get this controller, and you get this camera, and you get all. Sure, but when you're looking at the price tags, like over eight hundred dollars, damn near nine hundred, you're just like, I don't. I mean, I want. I just. I want the console. Right. I mean, I know I will probably pay this amount of money at some point in time, but right now mm-hmm. I just I just want that. Yeah, we need to parse it out so we don't feel like we're making as large of an investment as we right. actually are. <laughs> just I mean, spread it out a little. Yeah. If you could, but Yeah. Yeah, that that made me hesitate cuz I was just like Dude, uh, if no we way. all just wait, I bet you even 4 months. Mhm. It's not even going to be an issue to find anymore. They'll be caught up on production. Holidays will be over. Just give it some time. I mean, unless you have FU money and you just like supporting scalpers, then, you know, you do you, I guess, you know. But outside of that, been. just patience, people. Just patience. Mm. And it probably won't have any of these bugs we're talking about right now. They'll sure. have already gotten yeah. those patched and everything. And then day one, you can just be playing. And there'll be more games to play. See, look, sure. I'm giving you reasons to save your money for a moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but while we're still on launch week, kind of a weird news that I'm going to throw in before Quickets, because since we're still talking about the PlayStation here, mm-hmm. some players who bought their consoles on Amazon UK reports receiving something a little different when they thought their consoles were going to be showing up that day. Some users have posted that they bought their PS5 consoles and they didn't arrive on launch day like they had hoped. Instead, some users got an air fryer, a coffee machine. Uh-huh. One user said they got a foot massager. One even got cat food. None of them got a PS5, mind you, which is what they originally thought that they were purchasing. <laughs> even some said they just got straight up an empty box. Yeah, wow. good times. So in a statement issued to VGC on Amazon, a UK spokesperson said, We're all about making our customers happy. And that hasn't happened for a small portion of these orders. We're really sorry about that. They're investigating what happened. We're reaching out to every customer who's had the problem and made us aware so we can put it right. You can contact our customer service team for help. Now, you would think that would help fix the problem, right? ASAP. But when Mm -hmm. asked when customers could actually expect the console, like they, you know, originally ordered through Amazon UK, um, Amazon said, we don't. Always know when new stock will be available, so we recommend when customers sign up via email me when available, when on an individual product detail page to be alerted when the item is available for purchase. 
no, 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 no. So in other words, just keep shopping, man. And and uh, I'm sure you'll get lucky again one day. I'm sure you'll get lucky again one day. So uh, I hope they got a refund and got to keep like the air fryer and stuff because while that's not what I wanted, I'd, I'd still use it. Those are actually pretty delicious. If it's at least a consolation, <laughs> because if you're not going right. to give me what I paid for and and not even guarantee that I will get the next one you have in uh uh-uh. mm-hmm. I'd have been raising holy hell no it's like I paid for this right that's not I'm how pretty this works. sure that it shouldn't be $500 for a coffee machine but I don't I mean I don't know your life and what kind of coffee you drink but mm-hmm. there was a few more rumors people were throwing around as well some are alleging that the delivery drivers of these consoles might be to might be to blame for the empty boxes. Now, I don't want to throw that out there because, like, unless you've got hardcore proof, people just instantly, if something's missing or doesn't arrive when they think it is, they nefarious thoughts. First thing, right? Like accusing them of marking the item as delivered and never actually getting out of their car. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, you can find that stuff there on Reddit. I don't know. He's the one Reddit user supposedly has proof of a driver doing this. Um. And then Amazon said, "Oh well, you know, we might refund you for that, but we're not actually gonna look into it or contact the driver." So I'm starting to think some of these are just because people are butt hurt they didn't get it exactly when they wanted to. But these people who didn't even get the item they ordered. Dude, you got to make that right. <laughs> Don't tell right. him to go shopping and hit email alerts. Like, freaking send it to him. Like, come on. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, that's the big news. Couple of little quickets. Couple of little quickets here. Uh, uh-huh. People are excited about this one. I, I, I wasn't brought up as a big fan in it, but IO Interactive coming out with a James yeah. Bond game called Project 007 right now. Now the trailer didn't give us a whole lot, but just a nice little tease. I know a lot of people who are excited for this cuz they really enjoyed Bond. They like what IO has been doing with Hitman. Here we go, right? Uh but mm-hmm. they did say it's a wholly new project with a brand new story, and it's actually the origin story is what I was reading. So it could mm-hmm. actually be a little bit more interesting. They're promising a brand new experience out of James Bond that you've never had before. So, okay, still I mean, a while, still a ways out. I mean, it could be fun. Uh, I know those who were like huge fans of the James Bond games and stuff like that. Like, they're the ones that are super excited for it. So, congratulations! I hope it turns out well. Um, here's a fun one. Did you know for a brief moment last week you could buy your way into affiliate ship with Twitch? No. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Has if, if grinding for those three viewers became too much for you for a moment in time, Monster Cat teamed up with Twitch, which if you don't know who Monster Cat is, they actually do like electronic music on Twitch. It's their own mm-hmm. stuff, so obviously they're allowed to play it because we know the DMCA has been looming hardcore. Um, and you could subscribe to their channel, and then you're allowed to play the music on your channel as well, right? So that's like you getting a license for Monster Cat. Well, they teamed up, and you could have paid that five dollars, and also got affiliate ship with that uh, with that five dollars, so you could monetize in your channel. Okay. Offer's no longer valid, but I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Do you want to pay five bucks a month to maybe get two fifty back from you, like your mom who subbed to your channel for you? I don't know. Right. 
anyway. I I guess. When I saw that, I'm like, wait, oh, Twitch. Twitch, Twitch, Twitch. One of these days I'll open up Twitch news and it won't be depressing and make you want to cry. Assassin's Creed Valhalla broke a series record in their launch last week, believe it or not. So now it has sold more copies than any other Assassin's Creed games on launch. So GG, well done, I guess. There you go. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right. Yeah, let's just do this one and 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 then we'll move on. Cyberpunk. Had two Night City wires this week, so we're mm-hmm. getting close to wrapping all that up. They showed us the game on both the next-gen systems, uh, but there is an important distinction to make here because I was I was reading a lot of hubbaloo because obviously you can see like a little bit of a performance difference from this to that. Um, just keep in mind the game was running on a Series X, but not an upgraded patched for Series X version. If that helps some people who were like, ooh, that doesn't look good, or uh, just it 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 wasn't patched to that newest one yet. So while it was nice to see, we still weren't seeing fully what it would be like. I think it's hard to do from home anyway, because you're still relying mm. on the quality of your monitor, your TV, or whatever. Um, but so the quality didn't look as awesome as some people might have expected. But I mean, I'll be going to PC. <laughs> probably anyway so i'll just have to wait and see how that runs on on my on my system but uh we did have a breakdown of seeing more keanu being in the game oh so that was fun you could recommend checking it out like they did some behind the scenes stuff and watched him doing his mocap and stuff like that so if you're into those kinds of things go check out the second one that they put up there so that was fun if you like keanu Mm -hmm. now before the headliner because i noticed this will be like i guess an in-between section the Game Awards was announced. Mm-hmm. It's going to be going up on December 10th. We've always kind of done like a let's kind of pick who we think's going to win thing with Game Awards. I didn't do all of them, obviously, but I picked out a few that okay. I thought you and I could sit here and try to see. And then when we come back from uh, from break, like we do, let's see if we nailed any of these Game Awards awards being doled out. So. Okay. If you guys are aware, like I just said, we'll we'll find out December 10th is when the Game Awards is airing. And I picked out a few that I thought we would actually kind of know about because there's a lot in there for like esports and stuff that we're not. And I don't think anyone comes here for esports anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to be fine with that. So I did put in content creator of the year just because. You know, you might have heard of one or one or two of those. So we'll just start Maybe. there. We'll just get okay. the content creator of the year out of the way. So, and even I don't really know who they are, but <laughs> but it'll be fun to see. Like, I've heard of three of them. Alana Pierce. Exactly. I don't know either. J.M. Okay. Lopez, which I feel bad because I wish, especially when it's like higher up women creators, since they only make up mm. like such a small bulk of the top 10 anyway, if more than one. But Nick Merckx is on there, which I know we've reported about him before, I believe, mm. and stuff. Tim the Tatman mm. or the Valkyrie. Name. Heard the name. So those are your choices. Alana Pierce, J.N. Lopez, Nick Merckx, Tim the Tatman, or Valkyrie. I will allow my vote to be cast for anybody that you say. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say... Um, Tim the Tat Man, just because I've heard of him. So I'm being completely stupid in how I'm choosing it. But right, I've heard well, of him and I've heard of Valkyrie. Okay, then then I tell you what. I'll go with Valkyrie since I've heard of 
her go. two, and then that way we'll have like a split. That's how I would do way. it. Perfect. All right. But moving on, best debut game. Indie games, Carrion, mm. Mortal Shell, Raji, and Ancient Epic, which I haven't heard of. I feel bad. Roki or Phasmophobia, which I know that's Ooh. been taking over a little bit yeah. here lately as well. Hmm. Different than a. I might have to give it to Phasmophobia because it's been getting a lot of traction here lately. It really has. It really has. Especially like people have been doing a lot of uh, VR ports for Mm -hmm. it too. Like trying to get that going. You know what? I'm going to say Carrion. To be be a little obstinate Mm -hmm. as well. But uh, I know that one. Although I think Phasmophobia might be because like things that release closer to when the awards happen, I feel like do tend to do better because it's fresher in people's minds. Um, Mm -hmm. But the best fighting game, figure you might have some teeth in this one. I've not heard of this first one, though. But the first one is Grand Blue Fantasy, colon, versus, of course, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate Mm -hmm. Edition. Street Fighter Five Champion Edition. Again? Uh, all right, continue. <laughs> Just telling you what was on there, man. One Punch Man, a hero nobody knows, or Under Night in Birth EXE. I know One Punch Man. I know One Punch I've, I've heard of the, sh- the, the cartoon. I don't know of the game. <gasps> or I should I not call it a cartoon? Rated? Sorry. I'm it's so an anime. How You're dare right. you? <laughs> I know. I know. As soon as it left my mouth, I'm like, I can already hear the cries. <laughs> How dare you call anime cartoon? It's not a cartoon. <laughs> I know. It's not I'm a sorry. simple cartoon, Lace. It was a slip. It was a slip. Sorry. Anyway, uh, Mortal Kombat 11 stuff. because. It's the high dollar one. They're probably going to pay for their win, so go go for it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> pay for the win. Uh, Mortal Kombat. You know what, though? I'm going to go with that one, too. It's because people liked it. It did yeah. well, it seemed like, and they're still going to get a lot of updates for it. But best action adventure game. Okay. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. <sighs> Ghost of Tsushima. Ooh. Marvel's Spider-Man, Miles Morales, uh-huh. Ori and the Will of the Wisps, mm-hmm. Star Wars Jedi, Fallen Order, or The Last of Us Part Two. All right. Some t- difficult so, ones in here. <laughs> we all know if Todd were here, his vote would oh, yeah. be Last for The of Last of Us Part Two because he loves that game. It's a great game. It is. Good story. But. Me personally, mm-hmm. I, despite only being so far into it, will have to give it to Ghost of Tsushima right now because yeah. it has been a lot of fun. Now, that being said, Last of Us Part Two, structurally great narratives, gorgeous game, all this other stuff, but mm, I don't know what people like how people are voting, and it got so much hatred. Because oh, it did. Of yeah. Social justice warrior bullshit people wanted to spout, which is completely ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But then there were the other arguments people made about 
violence beginning violence and so on and so forth. I really feel like people miss the nuance of the story. But on purpose probably, but yeah. Yeah, but I'm going to lean toward Ghost of Tsushima even though I probably will say Assassin's Creed Valhalla will win. That's actually where I'm going to put mine. <clears throat> Not a game for me, but I think it's been having a stellar year. I feel like people have been very receptive to it. We've heard about how well it sold. I think I think it might be. I think mm. it might be. Now, will I agree with that? I don't play those games, but right. I think it is. Best action game. Doom Eternal. Hades. Half-Life Alex, Neo 2. Or Streets of Rage 4. For best action game. Uh, I'm going to... I've not played any of these, but... I, I've seen a few of mm, them. But... <laughs> Mammoth mentioned Hades the other day, so I think that's where I'm going to put my vote. I was going to say, it's been getting... like I feel like it's been out for a little bit, but I've seen like a new resurgence of fans. Um, I like that guess... I think I'm going to go with Half-Life. Okay. I think I'm going to try that out. I feel like it came and went very quickly, and it's still going to be a small core group of people, um, especially with them doing it VR. But long-awaited game, I'll roll the dice and see. With that being said, best VR game. Okay. We've played a, played a little. So yeah. Dreams on the PlayStation, mm-hmm. Half-Life Alex, Marvel's Iron Man, Star Wars Squadrons, or, and this one kind of surprised me it was on there, but The Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners. I think it's going to be a toss-up between Alex and Iron Man. Mm -hmm. I think, hmm, I'm going to put my vote on Iron Man because I personally was impressed with what they were able to do with the PlayStation VR doing something mm-hmm. that had not been done with that software, like in this way. Yeah. So I yeah, feel like great. they really stepped up or stepped out of what has mm-hmm. been done prior and really allowed it to breathe. If only it were wireless. Right. Oh, my God. God. Right. It would be amazing. That would be. No, that, that game was great. I never played the whole thing. I think I only did the demo. I'll have to go mm-hmm. back. But it was on a sale. Yeah. I, I, if, if it wasn't so tedious hooking everything up and making sure things working and oh my God and all this other stuff, I'd probably would have beaten the game by now, but it's just, as soon as you get out of it, it's like, ah, that was fun, but I got to unhook it all and I got to put it on. I do everything good. I think that's the only thing Mm. that keeps me from playing them more is just, it's it's, the That's time fair. consumption of setting it all up and then isolating the entire room. I hope they do that for the five, man. I hope. Mm-hmm. I hope. Oh, uh, you know, see, this one's kind of harder for me, too. I might go Star Wars Squadrons. I did hear that they, they did a, kind of an interesting VR session with that. And yeah. considering, I think it was on Battlefront, the first Battlefront game that came out, they did add like a 30-minute X-Wing mission that you could, you know, pop in and go for mm-hmm. VR. Mm-hmm. That, oh, my God, I yeah. loved it. It was it was this nice little, because you always wanted to know what it felt like to fly an X-Wing. 
Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. it was just like it even got me. I guess the way it was controlled, it got me a little whoa queasy because the way it was moving is like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I'm in an X wing, and then yeah. I'm going past. I feel like that would make me lose my lunch for sure. It, it caught me off guard because I wasn't expecting that motion, you know, sickness to to kind of hit me like that. But again, it testament to how well it was designed and how well it yeah. controlled like the hell with the rest of the game i just played that several times because it's like this is fucking amazing i'm in an x-wing it is cool yeah if i could keep my lunch down i don't know i haven't played in a while i need to pop the vr back in before mm. facebook kills it for me altogether when i can't even get on anymore i mean i might have to if if squadrons because i'm still waiting to get fallen jedi is that what it's called? Mm. Fallen Jedi? Fallen, uh, yeah. yeah. Jedi, fall, yeah. Fallen Order. <laughs> I just said it, too. Fallen yeah, Order. Fallen Order. Yeah, whatever. It, that's Star Wars game. Star uh, Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I'm just, uh, I'm waiting for a deal. A deal that I am comfortable with to say, mm. this is what I want to pay for this game. So Especially same with, for EA. Yeah, because it's EA, and that's why I don't want to put top dollar on it. Same with Squadrons. Mm. If, you know, it's a deal, and then I get to play it in VR... Okay, but yeah. you know they may also fall by the wayside because hey, this this life cycle for the PlayStation Four is going to disappear and then yeah, come on to five and gonna see it. Just gonna just gonna pass you by. I don't know. I feel like it. The like even the three was supported for a couple of years after, so we'll probably maybe probably get a little good more. Let's see here. Best indie game. Carrion. Fall Guys, Hades, Spelunky 2, or Spiritfarer? Now, I will say I am disappointed because, you know, we were touting it for so long. The Game Awards have destroyed. Any chance of that happening is that Evergate was supposed to be Game of the Year. Right? Indie Game of the Year, even now. It's not even on the list, and it's a damn we shame. To, we need to learn the jury pool here, or whoever's picking this stuff. Because it got it got a claim. We, we were championing it for several years now, and it's a shame that it didn't get nominated for anything. I'm so. telling you, man. But that being said. Write uh, in our vote. Yeah, I would love to. <laughs> if, if I knew it had some pull, by God, uh, I would do it. Uh, I'm going to have to give it to Fall Guys because I feel like that was the Cinderella story this year. Right? It just came out of nowhere and then boom, blew up. I think I'm going to go... I think I'm going to go Hades on this one. See how we fare on that. So now the last three here are probably ones we would be paying attention to anyway. Mm -hmm. So, best performance... Ashley Johnson as Ellie, mm-hmm. Laura Bailey as Abby, mm-hmm. Daisuke Suji, I think I said that right, as Jin Sakai and Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. I hope I said it right. Mm-hmm. Logan Cunningham as Hades, or Naji Jeter as Miles Morales. Man, why do they got to make it so hard? I know. <laughs> this one is hard. Damn it. Um, I think I'm going to defer my vote to The Last of Us 
because of the emotional story. Mm-hmm. And I guess between the two, because Laura Bailey, I was going to say you got two now. Yeah. Ashley Johnson, they they killed it. Um, it, it, they, it was great performances. You know what? I damn, this is hard. I'm going to give it to Laura Bailey simply because she had to make this character likable in some way. Yeah. Even though, you know, mocap or whatever, but she, you had to find a way to make this character, because you hate her from from the moment she does what she does. Kill Joel if you don't know. Spoilers. And you just say it out. It's, it's <laughs> look how long it's down. been. If you haven't played it by now, <laughs> damn it. But still. <laughs> if. But yes, yeah. bad things happened. If you and it happens at the beginning of the game, damn it, there's a whole it game does. that you get to. Anyway, yeah. um, you you had, I mean, she had to take that character and 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 make you sympathize with her, and even in the the most remote way, because it was hard for me. It was hard for that disconnect for me to just go. This uh, is how it is now. Yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you're. Yeah. I mean, you're so conflicted because you know what she did and you're just like god i hate this person but then you're starting to see her side of it and you're just like man and you see see this is why they say dialogue man there's two sides to every story exactly and that's the beauty of that game and that's that's one of the reasons i think it it that's one of the biggest things a lot of people missed Mm. is understanding what the story meant nuance people damn it but we really that should be the word of the year yeah (laughs) learn it define nuance (laughs) learn what it is and then start using it in your daily routine but that that was very difficult and and again props to ashley johnson for everything Mm -hmm. she did in that game because i'm sure that was emotional uh roller coaster but but laura bailey had to make me like her character and she pulled it off and she did it so that's all fantastic reasons you know what? Just to be on the other end, I'll just I'll choose Ashley. Okay. Because they both were good performances. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think anybody off of this list, I wouldn't get sad about at all because I think they all crushed their respective games that they were in. So mm-hmm. we weren't. It's one thing you can say lately: games. You're not lack of like good voice actors, good actors, just in general. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Best narrative. Before we get to game of the year, of course. So the best narrative, 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim. I unfortunately don't know that one. So I apologize. Final Fantasy uh, 7 Remake. Mm -hmm. Ghost of Tsushima. Mm -hmm. Hades. Mm -hmm. Or The Last of Us 2. It's your best narratives. I feel bad because the 13 Sentinels, I don't know at all. So I feel like that's not going to get a fair shake for me. Okay, for narrative, but, for narrative, mm-hmm. I'll give this, this for best narrative. I'll give this one to The Last of Us Part Two because, again, the nuance we were speaking of just right. a moment ago. Not to say that any of the other games don't have good narratives; they do. From mm-hmm. from what I've seen, I I've even forgotten some of them <laughs> as you mentioned. No. But I remember as you were saying them, I was like, "That's a good story. That's a good story. That's a good story." But yeah. The Last of Us Part Two did something that I feel like. Uh, we all kind of felt was impossible, which was to make a sequel to the first game, right? And and make it a good one, and they did, in my opinion. Yeah. If if you've got problems with it because they're women, 
go to hell moron right yeah i'm saying that to you i'm saying that to you if you're listening to the show you better get up (laughs) you should have been on board by now a long time ago but i actually i agree with you on this one Mm -hmm. i agree with you on this one i think i'm gonna go for i think i'm gonna go for the last of us part two as well all right so now for game of the year we got to get this one above all else okay why i don't know but for game of the year doom eternal Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Animal Crossing New Horizons, or The Last of Us Part Two. I think okay. we see a theme here. Yeah. Like a lot of Hades, a lot of Ghost of Tsushima, a lot of Last of Us Two love. So Animal Crossing's out. I don't even know why it's yeah, on the list. Yeah, I don't even bet it's there. I'm sure that <laughs> it was amazing for people to have during the time. It of, got people through quarantine. Yeah, it did. Maybe that's why it's going to hold that special place because it released about that time. But it's the same. You you put a different spin on You put a new coat of paint on it. That's all you did. Exactly. Um, I really wish I, I knew a little bit more about Hades. Because I, I feel too. like I'm, I'm missing something here. Again, heard great things. Maybe we need I, to go back. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to. Um. I, I did speak very highly of Final Fantasy VII Remake, but mm-hmm. um, I can't give it to that. Good it was game, great. Yeah. It was gorgeous, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on that. What else was there uh, outside of Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us Part Two? Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal. No, I yep. can't. I can't give that anything. Yeah. Which I find interesting. Doom made it. Just side note, because yeah. I feel like it released it. It was, right, it was, at the same time as Animal Crossing because yeah. we had that cute, like, crossover moment mm-hmm. with the fandoms and then one uh, Doom got delayed a little bit or released earlier or whatever there was now. I don't remember. But then it was, like, on sale, like, two weeks later. So I thought <laughs> Doom wasn't even doing that well. But what do I know? Yeah. But what do I know? I mean, <laughs> so when I saw it as the first one up there, I was like, really? I thought we were, thought we were just done with that one now. But Maybe they need filler. <laughs> maybe I just don't understand the fandom well enough, mm. which is fair. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's something I'll play at some point, maybe. I mean, I mm-hmm. didn't realize I would play the, the first one or the remake of the first one. And then mm-hmm. I did and I was like, oh, it's kind of fun. Uh, so yeah. I might play this one at some point. I just, it's not at the top of my list. Right. Uh, so between Ghost of Tsushima and The Last of Us Part Two, knowing what I know, uh, I guess I'm going to defer to Ghost of Tsushima in this because I'm having don't want to say like it's more fun, but it kind of is because yeah. there's not that. I mean, even I, I will say this, and and I guess so it, it doesn't feel like I'm being biased in any way. I mean, it's I was actually exploring the island that I'm on and realizing how dark uh, I guess the setting is and how sad it is, thinking that this could have or probably did happen at some point. Where it was just villages just, I mean, just burned to the ground or mm-hmm. ransacked. You see bodies hanging from trees. You see bodies just laying off, tied with spears stuck in them. It's like, Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. man, what the hell is wrong with people? And yeah. I know that it's not like the designers are like, hey, this would be really cool. It's just like, no, this is, you know, historically accurate to the time and what was mm-hmm. going on during this war. Uh, so, presentation. And I just, I hate walking into these towns, seeing these people ransacked and, and sad, because I'm just like, well, 
I'm going to go kill somebody, you know, because <laughs> right. it, it just makes me mad. Right. <laughs> if that was the emotion, you got it. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to say Hades. Okay. I feel like it got a lot of love. And it, since I feel like I slept on it, I think that might be the one to just kind of come out maybe at the end and just surprise us all. Sure. Who knows? So let's do that. All right. Well, we've got it locked in. It might be our, uh, when we come back from our holidays break. Well, we might actually, we did. We might actually be able to talk about it this year. We'll see. Maybe. That's true. December 10th. We'll see. I don't remember. Yeah. I think we've got it <laughs> We'll figure it out. I've, I've got, I'm we'll planning ahead now that we've, we've set up a, a better system. I can plan oh, ahead yes. and I'm just like, Plans. what? So. Seat of the pants, always. That's right. <laughs> but that's all I got. Okay. So, of course, pass it off to to Stephen for our our headliner of the day. Yes. Well, I've got an interesting headliner. Uh, I'm doing a little bit of a retro review, but also kind of a little history lesson within that um, retro review. So, yeah talking about something i've wanted to talk about and i needed i needed a filler so i was just like eh, now's the time now's the time now's, now's when we do so i'm i've been back in time to discuss a game series that has always fascinated and annoyed me at the same time <laughs> uh, <laughs> as a kid i played this i don't understand why it fascinated me so much i guess there was just something about the aesthetic about it and i was just as a kid i'm just like ah, oh, yeah i want to play that because it's uh it's different it's cool it's not because we don't have we didn't have a lot of variety back then. We had to take True. what we could yeah. get. And when you saw something that added a new element or or changed the game up, do you do you know how mind blown I was when I saw Mario with a with a raccoon tail and some ears? Right. I was like <gasps> And like bubbly looking. Yeah. It wasn't just flat and mm-hmm. or as flat looking. You're just like, yeah. Oh my god, he uh-huh. can fly now. But it's still yep. Mario Brothers, but they can fly now. <laughs> yeah. So it's, you know, we didn't have all the games you kids have today. We had Jeez, to make do right. with the, the limited supply that we had. But anyway, uh, I probably saw uh, potential of a solid game. Uh, I kept getting drawn into it. The The annoyance part came from the game's difficulty level and my experience or inexperience as a gamer at the time. But... I kept coming back to it. I kept trying. I never beat it that I ever remember. I don't think I ever made it to the end. Uh, but I kept trying. You know, it was something yeah. I'd always go back to the video store and rent. And you'd come back and it'd be like, oh, play this game. And then a couple of months later, I'm like, oh, I want to play this game again. Right. So, <laughs> Enough distances passed. <laughs> Uh, so, what was this game, you ask? You, if you've seen the icon, you probably already know. But uh, for, for those of you who are just living mystery. Um, yeah. I'm talking about Adventure Island. Now, now, Lace, do you know Adventure Island? I don't know that I do, but we've learned in my old age I don't remember the names of much of nothing. Well, if you don't know what Adventure Island is and you feel like you should, you might be familiar with the game under another title, Wonder Boy. Now, if you're asking... What the hell is Wonder Boy? Well, just go lie down somewhere uh, because you're only going to hurt yourself at this point. <laughs> <laughs> is there a story behind this? Sure. Is it interesting? I, I mean, that's up to you. I don't know. And yeah, I mean, the beholder. I mean, not as such, but I am reminded of the story of the Irishman. 
why it's so uh, why it's so funny? Uh, I don't know. I wish I could think of it. Anyway, <laughs> in 1986, <coughs> developer Escape created the game Wonder Boy for arcades. It was enough of a hit that it was ported over to home consoles such as the Sega Master System and the Sega Game Gear. Activision ported the game to the Commodore and the ZX Spectrum. However, when it came time for the port uh, for the hottest commodity in gaming, the Nintendo Entertainment System, uh, Escape was uh, in a bit of a bind. You see, for some crazy reason, Escape made a deal with Sega in which they could retain the rights to the game's design while Sega obtained the rights to the Wonder Boy trademark. Why would they make such a deal? Sounded like a good idea at the time. In fact, when their lawyers were advised them to do so, they got new lawyers. Now, (laughs) despite not having the name, Escape could still make the game just with a new coat of paint. So, Hudson Soft jumped on board and produced a carbon copy of the original game, but making the necessary tweaks to avoid any copyright infringement. First and foremost, the game's title went from Wonder Boy to Adventure Island. And then the main character, who was simply known as Wonder Boy, or even, I think, Tom Tom, which I thought that was a GPS device, uh, (laughs) was a generic caveman-esque character... Uh, and in yeah, fact, that's what it looks like on the picture. Yeah, and in fact, Hudson Soft could have used this character in Adventure Island, but they instead decided to make a few changes since they were already having to make changes. So why not change the character into something that was a little less generic and a little something that's kind of theirs? So Hudson Soft modeled and named their character after, here we go, Takahashi Mejin. Nailed Sounds that. Sounds great. Yeah. That's what, that's what I get for playing Ghost of Tsushima. I'm hearing these names all the time. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, Takahashi was a spokesperson for Hudson Soft, so they pretty much created a little character out of this real person. <laughs> now, seeing as how Nintendo of America couldn't allow the Japanese to invade our shores again, the character made his way stateside under the name Master Higgins. What is he a master of? I didn't ask. Uh, usually... <laughs> Masters have other people do things for them. Uh, They call them something, uh, but I'm not going to get into that. Anyway, Master Higgins travels out to the South South Pacific to rescue Princess Tina. Sounds like a real princess to me. uh, Who's been taken by the evil witch doctor. Nice piece of old melodrama right there, kidnapping a girl. Right? I, I think they read too many dime the, novels when the they came up with this. Destroy us. And how does Higgins know that Tina doesn't have a sore throat and a fever? Fine way to treat a doctor doing his chosen profession, you know what I mean? Witch doctors. Anyway. Tell any man. The rest of the game was ported almost exact, uh, complete with eight worlds comprising four stages each. A fairly standard layout at the time if you... I mean, Super Mario Brothers, that was... Eight worlds, four stages, boom, done. Now, I mentioned annoyance earlier. Uh, This was compounded by frustration because of the gameplay. Now, how did the game play? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. Uh, Our main character had a health bar that consisted of 11 points, but they gradually run out. 
as you're just walking along on its own, kind of like a timer. Uh, something oh, no. you can instantly make worse by tripping over rocks. Uh, you know, because no. rocks are a, a dangerous They're enemy. hazard. Uh, along the way, you can find fruit or milk, and this will repent or replenish your diminishing health bar all the way up to a maximum of 16 whole bars. What? 16, that's like five more than you had. However, it's not really a health bar. Uh, as you would kind of think it's a health bar. Because, you see, you think having a health bar, if you had health, then when you got hurt, you would just kind of lose that health other than just tripping over rocks. But see, if you hit an enemy, you die. Oh, it's like insta-death? Yeah. So you you have health, but you will die if you touch an enemy. Is it permadeath, too? Do you have to start the whole thing No, no, no. We we didn't know about permadeath back then. You, we just had live, so three and you're done. That, then you well, have to restart. Death, yeah. So there's that crap. <laughs> we just didn't call it that yet. Mm. Now, killing enemies is immediately a problem, seeing as how you have no weapons to defend yourself at the start of the game. Uh, you will eventually find a stone axe that will work on some enemies. Keep that in mind, some enemies. Okay. Uh, others will require you to trade said axe for magic fireballs that you must find that are secretly hidden within the stage. So maybe you'll find it, maybe you won't. Who knows? You could be screwed. Speaking of magic, there's a bee fairy known as the Honey Girl. Huh? Huh? Oh, Jesus. (laughs) That grants you invincibility. Now, that's a sweet and sticky situation if I ever heard one. (laughs) Oh, God. Hey. They all can't be good jokes. you got to expect that once in a while. (laughs) There's also a skateboard you can ride through. Uh, Does it help? Depends on your reflexes. You can hit that rock and then you're flying right. I was just going to say, but the rocks, man. Yeah, the rocks will screw you over. Uh, Once you get through eight worlds, defeat the evil witch doctor at the end. You save the princess. Typical video game tropes. Uh, But they Mm. weren't weren't tropes yet. So it wasn't played out. They were just getting started. They were new ideas. Yeah. The game was a modest success on the NES, which prompted a sequel. However, rather than copy another Wonder Boy title, Hudson Soft decided to forge their own path and do something different with the sequel. Ironically, it was Wonder Boy that shifted genres, going from side-scrolling platformer to an, R- or an action RPG, whereas Adventure Island decided to build upon what they had already started with and just refine mm-hmm. it. So how about that? They they stuck with what they ripped off, and, and that's about that. So in 1991, Hudson Soft released Adventure Island 2, developed this time by Now Productions. And like most games of the day, the story beats are about the same as before. Princess is kidnapped, and you go to the island, and you got to save her because, oh, my God, you know, my little, my little guy, me. Princess Tina... The only difference here is that you were aided by four dinosaur pals with their own unique abilities. Now you're a master of something. Anyway, <laughs> by how are they unique? They have elemental powers because that's what that's the only thing we can ever come up with. Fire, ice, water, and, and wind. The rocks, man. Yep, the rocks. 
there were now with this there there were noticeable difference in the graphics they actually looked much better than the first game they did a nice little polish on it and made it look mm-hmm. so much better and played a little bit better uh, a year later same company released uh, Adventure Island 3 they added a crouch ability Ooh. because you're going to crouch around those rocks uh, a boomerang like, but now you're closer yeah, how a, does that work you got a boomerang now because Ooh. why not fancy and and get ready for it. A fifth, fifth dinosaur pal. What? Is he cute? I mean, he's a triceratops. Okay. I mean, the other four, you essentially had two of the same thing. One's red, one's blue. So you can imagine what their powers are, huh? Yeah. Huh? Got some fire and some water. Yep. And then we've got a little Nessie-looking thing that could swim. And then there was a, a pterodactyl. They could fly. If you didn't know what pterodactyls do. Yes. Got the wings. That same year, uh, Hudson Soft released Super Adventure Island for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, which played essentially like the first game, except you gained the boomerang uh, in that game, but you don't have dinosaur pals. So you, Yeah, you got to go back to playing old Adventure Island. All by yourself. And and you know what's interesting? Hey, did you ever remember... Because as I was sitting there writing this, I was just like, you know what? It's just funny. You remember how in those games back then where you had, like, here's your uh, Nintendo version, but then here is your Super Nintendo version. Like, I even remember, like, Mega Man. There was, like, here's 8-bit Mega Man. And now we've got Mega Man 7 on the Super Nintendo. Now, look at all this. Everything's big. And everything's, like, mm-hmm. ooh, look at all the detail. But it's always, like, so close to the screen. It's like, look how big it is. Look at the <laughs> detail. I was like, why are you so close, man? Just back away. Well, it's because we didn't have wireless controllers, man. I guess. We had to sit that close. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you had to sit on the floor because you had like maybe two feet of cord. (laughs) But it was always so amazing how, because it was like, this is the same game as you remember, but more detailed. You know, it was just really interesting how they did that. But uh, Super Adventure Island 2 was the first game to change the format. See, I just went to the next one. Uh, ironically, they adopted the action-adventure exploration elements of the later Wonder Boy games. So they just went oh. right. They, they, did, they did it again. <laughs> the circle of life. But from a story perspective now, if you were ever curious how these games um, narratively move forward, other than sure. Princess Tina getting kidnapped and, you know, then he's got to go rescue her. And then we just do that whole dance all over again. Mm-hmm. And then Super Adventure Island 2... They got married, and they went on their honeymoon. Nice. But, but she get did she did she have a bad time on the honeymoon? Well, he couldn't get it up. Uh, What happened was (laughs) is a storm uh, came through because for some reason they were they were going on a honeymoon and they were floating on a raft in the middle of the ocean because that's what you do on your honeymoon. Uh, a storm washes them away onto a mysterious island. Go figure, right? And right. then they both have mind-crushing amnesia. What? Yeah, they don't remember who anybody is. So Higgins is wandering around the, the island going, I don't know who I am. I don't know where I'm at. And then he comes across a kingdom. And they found a woman. Who didn't know who she was and didn't know where she I was, was going to say, how is she going to get taken? Yeah. Here we go. So he's just like, he comes there 
and for whatever reason, um, that you you feel like that would have been the 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 narrative right there. She, well, she she winds up in this kingdom, and then she's like, right. I don't know who I am, and it was like, well, I got to get her back. And and true like, love prevails through amnesia, yeah. as it does. But no, they they added an extra wrinkle. Um, he doesn't just go to the kingdom to try to fight his way through the kingdom to get his girl back. No, she got kidnapped from the kingdom. So now he's got to go rescue this girl he has doesn't remember because the king who kidnapped her technically lost her. And he's like, well, I found her and I want her back. Uh, go go get this, get this woman for me. And it's like, well, why would you... Do, if you don't remember who you are... And and why you're doing things? Why would you go? It's like, dude, I don't know who you are. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay then. And that's whoopsie. Whoopsie. <laughs> so, the story just doesn't make any sense. And someone did say, "Hey, I'm gonna need you to get all the way off my back about this." <laughs> yes, they <I> did. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> he rescues her. If anybody knows what tangent yeah. we're running on. It's just, it's, it's like a lion using a litter box. It doesn't sound right, but forget it. It's still a feline, right. you know? Yeah, that's uh, how it is. Each of these games were fun and charming in their own way. I never remember beating them, like I said, but uh, memories of playing them are faint. I remember having those memories and enjoying what I mm-hmm. did, I guess, for the most part part two for whatever reason is the only one i can i have real memories of like that always come Mm. back to me faint memories but i remember them super adventure island uh, maybe a little bit first one also being a close second because obviously it was the first one that got me introduced to it and it just it was i hated that game (laughs) you know I always tried keeping come back to it, and it was just like I'm gonna do it this time, and then I'd trip over a rock, and I'm like, stupid son of a. Anyway, um, you know, this is it was it was a fun little game. I don't know if I would want another one today. I don't pine for a new Adventure Island. I guess I would be interested to see what approach they would take. Would you sure. go back to the old 2D format? Would you try to put some twists and turns on it? Would you add the dinosaur pals? What would you do different to make it enjoyable today? Because there may have been reasons they did that stupid health bar nonsense. I don't know. Most games it could have been trying to be unique, and then yeah. And keep in mind, this was also an arcade game, so mm. maybe that's what that element was. Was it ah was feeding a, the meter? That's right. You're like uh. Uh, you're gonna if you die. I mean, you got a timer. There it is. It's your health. Bye bye. Yep. And then you're gonna have to feed it another quarter to keep going. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But I'm, something tells me it has a lot to do with it. Um, I'm not sure what the proper approach would be, but um, if the day ever comes, you can leave it to Konami to ruin it, since they are the current rights holders to the franchise. I was just gonna say where did it end up? Because I know Hudson's been gone for a while now. Mm-hmm. In fact, we talked about that. Uh, several episodes ago. Go back and check yeah. that out, too. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just... Uh, I don't know if I want to see Master Higgins again. You know, he's a weird little guy. <laughs> Are they talking about it? Are they talking no, about it, maybe? Not that, no? I, not that okay. I know of. He's, he's I mean, popped we don't up. have original ideas left, so I'm sure it'll it'll make the circuit. But... Mm. Um, I mean, he's I was staring up. at the box art here, and I don't... It just doesn't ring a bell with me. It must not have been at the pawn shop. 
That's yeah, where maybe I got not. All, all my Nintendo games was at the mm. pawn shop down the corner <laughs> from the house. I mean, it was for for what it is. You'll either remember it or you don't. And mm-hmm. and I feel like this is one of those that has will probably be long forgotten. No one, no one of today's generation who didn't grow up with it is going to remember it. And uh, you know, if if you if you ever had the opportunity to maybe pop in and play part two, maybe. I mean, you've yeah. been listening to the catchy little tunes. I mean, they're all right. It's kind of whatever. It's I don't know what's going on right now. I'm just like I don't. But I can remember. But it's all right. Uh, yeah, if you get a chance to, to ever play it, uh, give, give it a few minutes of your time. It, it's, it, sure. It's all right. If can... you're of our generation, I don't know if younger ones could deal with it. Yeah, that's true. They would probably be like, screw this, I don't like it. It's like already visually unappealing. It's like, this can't be. Well, because, you know, uh, millennials probably wouldn't like game over signs. Uh, even when, I, I was, was surprised. Say, that's not really fair to say. Um, uh, cause like millennials are like old now. People need okay. to stop blaming everything on all them. All right. All right. Well, they're who... like almost 40 for crying out loud. Like, <laughs> luckily I got, I'm just saying, <laughs> I keep hearing like these millennials are not, and I'm like, dude, they're like in their late thirties at this point. Like that's Z that we're getting pissed off at now. All right. Okay. Well, <laughs> we whoever have to throw these... around labels, <laughs> whoever these Kids are that get so mad because they don't get a participation trophy, oh, and that's yeah, why that we don't do game overs anymore. Though. Yeah, the participation was them. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I always just feel like I have to defend them at this point because it's fine. like even back then they were the COVID spread is at spring break. I'm like BS. They were working and taking care of kids. They were not the age group at spring break. Okay. It's a, it's a, <laughs> blaming them for everything. Well, it's a, I think it's just an easy term well, to, to toss to out. Now, yeah. yeah. Whatever this current generation is of kids who I call them. Who will have to save hunters. us all. <laughs> <laughs> will have to save us all. Anyway. No pressure. Yeah. No pressure. No pressure. Well, fun. All right. Well, that's our show, guys. Mm-hmm. Nice beefy episode, I have to say. We have we have a, we have a lot of we have a lot of stuff going on this mm-hmm. week. But uh, that's it. You can hit us up sometime on Twitter at Super Mega Crash, or you can send us an email at supermegacrash at gmail.com. You can find the weekly Instagram at that Stephen puts his time and love into, of course, on Instagram. Uh, you can support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred platform and even going to patreon.com forward slash pencil and paper productions. You can tell your friends, your enemies, your acquaintances, uh, just randos anywhere to, to, to find us on the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network or just search Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, and YouTube.com forward slash Pencil Paper Productions. Thank you for listening. I'm Lacia Finley. And I am Stephen White. You can join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then, game on.
This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.